the means he has ordained for us to do so is the word and sacrament and prayer. And so when we gather together to pray, we're at the very inner ring or circle of God's purpose for his people. With that in mind, I'd ask that you would kneel as we go before our God with reverence and awe. Father, we come before you in the name of Jesus, our Savior, and with the help of the Holy Spirit, humbly submit ourselves to you, seeking all that which is agreeable to your will with reverence, humility, fervency, faith, and love. We thank you that through the merit of your Son, we are not debtors to the flesh, but live to live according to the flesh. For those who live according to the flesh will die. But if by the Spirit we put to death the deeds of the body, we will live. For all who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. Father, by your Spirit, grant us the ability to do those works that you have commanded in your holy word as fruits and evidence of a true and lively faith that we might manifest our thankfulness, strengthen our assurance, edify the brethren, adorn the profession of the gospel, stop the mouths of adversaries, and glorify you whose workmanship we are. In doing good, keep us from pride, acknowledging that even our best works can neither profit nor satisfy the debt of our sin. But when we have done all we can, we have only done our duty and our unprofitable servants. And yet, Father, you have taught us by your word that just as you accept us through Christ, you also accept our good works, not of themselves, but looking upon them in your Son. So, Father, we pray that you would make us perfect in every good work to do your will, working in us that which is well-pleasing in your sight through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Father, as we seek to do your holy will, we acknowledge that we are often discouraged by life in a world that calls good evil and evil good. We call to mind your words, the prophet Jeremiah, learn not the way of the nations, nor be dismayed at the signs of the heavens because the nations are dismayed at them. For the customs of the people are vanity, but there is none like you, O Lord. You are great and your name is great in might. Who will not fear you, O king of the nations? For this is your due. For among all the wise ones of the nations and in all the kingdoms, there is none like you. The Lord is the true God, the living God and everlasting King. But Father, it is not only the sin of the surrounding world that discourages us. We see ourselves in what Jeremiah also taught. The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately sick. Who can understand it? You, the Lord, search the heart and test the mind to give every man according to his ways according to the fruit of his deeds. Father, apart from your son, your searching of our hearts and testing of our minds could only result in judgment. If you gave us what we deserve according to the fruit of our deeds apart from Christ, we would be without hope. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ, who emptied himself by taking on the form of a servant and humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death even death on a cross, that we might have a righteousness not of our own that comes from the law, but that comes from faith in Christ, the righteousness of God that depends on faith, that we may know him and the power of his resurrection. Father, until then, we would ask that you would protect your church, both here and around the world. 
Make us diligent in the task of gathering and perfecting the saints under the banner of your gospel, the good news that in the life, death, and resurrection of Christ, you have taken decisive action to save us from our sins and have poured out your spirit upon us to convict us, regenerate us, and transform us in anticipation of the consummation still to come. Guard us from everything that would distract us from this mission or that would divert us from simple confidence in the means that you have appointed to achieve it. God, we pray that, you would, that it would please you to come to the aid and comfort of those in our congregation who are sick, in body, mind, or spirit, for all those who face dangers, trials, and temptations of every kind. Provide for us in our time of need, guard our hearts from all bitterness, granting us patience and constancy till such time as you send us full deliverance from all our troubles. Teach us, Father, however dire our circumstances may be in this world of sin and death, to live as those who, having died with Christ, have also been raised with Christ, and as such are to seek the things that are above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God, knowing with perfect confidence that our life is hidden with Christ in God, so that when our Savior appears again, we also will appear with him in glory. Now, Father, as we prepare to sit under the teaching of your word and to receive the sacrament of the body and blood of your Son, Grant us the gift of submissive hearts, that by these precious means of grace you might confirm us in Christ, comfort us in Christ, and build us up in Christ, to the end that you, our God, would rule over us, sustaining us in the hope of our bodily resurrection and life with you forever, all to the praise of your glory. Amen. I'd like to invite the ushers to come and receive the Lord's tithe and our love offerings. Let's pray. Gracious God, we thank you for the gift that you've given us in your son Jesus, for providing for our daily bread and for providing for us every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms. Lord, you've truly outdone us in all ways, yet we give to say thanks to you and out of obedience to you, and we pray that you would build your kingdom and strengthen your church. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.